What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Um, God bless y'all, man. I hope everybody having a productive day so far. Um, and I pray that it gets more and more productive as the day goes forward. I pray for each and every one of you out there today that's dealing with whatever you're dealing with, man. Uh, the answer is in God. The answer is in God. Just trust God and just know that all things are working together for your good. If you truly love him and keep your hands in his hands this morning, I'm talking about getting in the sugar, honey, iced tea. Get in it. You know what I'm saying? You got to get in it, man. I know we got scriptures in the Bible that say we're in the world and not of it. But I think we I think we misunderstand that. And I think when we look at that scriptures that say we're supposed to be in the world and not of it. I think a lot of people look at that as um, our chance to just uh, stay away from everything and everybody. You know what I'm saying? It, it's almost like. They look at that scripture as a chance to just hide in the house. You know what I mean? Well, God says we're supposed to be in the world and out of it. So I ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? I, I ain't of this world. That's not what that scripture means. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember one time growing up, right? My dad was one of those kind of people that anything that broke around the house, he fixed it. Like, I ain't never see my dad pay nobody to fix nothing unless it was just something that was outside of his expertise. Like, you know electrical wiring that was a little bit too complex or something like that uh maybe some brick masonry that he he was a little bit too complex and um but what as far as anything that broke around the house possible was gonna get out there and fix it on his own or he was gonna at least try you know what i'm saying and and being his sons of course we were right there with him so i remember one time we had uh <laughs> some septic issues under the house we had a pipe come loose under the house um, one of the sewer pipes, man. And um, man, man, I tell you, boy, when I tell you, it smelled terrible. And so <laughs> Pops opened up the side of the house, you know, the crawl space. And 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 we looked under there with the flashlight, man. And when I tell you, brother, sugar, honey, iced tea was everywhere. <laughs> it, was, it was everywhere, man. And he looked back at me. I looked at him. We were both on our knees. And uh, he said, man, we're going to get us some, some overalls and some plastic bags. And we went and got some overalls and plastic bags and tied them around our shoes and, you know, just kind of masked our face up or whatever. And he was like, come on. And I was like, what? <laughs> he said, come on, get in the sugar honey iced tea. And I was like, nah, man. Boy, bring your behind on to get in this sugar honey iced tea. And, man, we had to go to that house, man, in that sugar honey iced tea. And we had to fix that pipe, man. I remember, man, just trying to keep my mouth closed and not wanting to breathe because, I mean, it was just, uh, you know what I'm saying? But we got we got it fixed, you know what I'm saying? And crawled out from under the house, of course, had to wash up and everything. And I remember sitting on the back of the truck and I'm sitting there just tripping out with pops. I say, man, you know, that's a good lesson you learned today. You taught me whatever. I say, but... When I grow up, I'm going to just pay somebody to do that kind of stuff for me. I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? And my dad looked at me. He said, well, that's all well and good. He said, but just remember, the plumber don't work on Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The plumber don't work on Sunday. So you need to learn certain things but it's because there's going to be times when you ain't going to be able to call somebody. You know what I mean? You're going to have to get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. And so when we look at that verse, in the world and not of it, Honestly, if we have to look at it from the other way around, that verse is really telling us to get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. A big part of the problem in this world is that believers don't understand their role in this world. Christ was the second Adam. He came to restore us back to the dominion that God gave Adam in the Garden of Eden. 
Now, if you look back at the, the book of Genesis, God gave Adam dominion over this world, over the fish, the animals, over everything that's of this world. He gave Adam dominion, rule over it, subdue it. It is yours to do whatever you want with it. Adam lost that dominion from Satan because Satan wanted Adam's dominion. That, that's, that was Satan's entire goal of, of tricking Adam and Eve in the garden to steal their dominion because Satan knew how valuable the earth was. He looked at the earth with all of its value, its beautiful women. See, Satan is so crafty, right? Satan wanted the earth because of its value, uh, the minerals, the gold, all that good stuff. He wanted the earth. He had to fool angels to come out of heaven with him to uh, mutiny against God. If you read the book of Enoch, you'll know all about this. Satan had to fool the angels to pretty much mutinize against God. And so he convinced them with beautiful women because the Bible tells us in Genesis 6 and as well as the book of Enoch that the angels saw the daughters of men and that they were comely and beautiful and they left heaven to come down here to be with women. But that was never Satan's goal. Satan's goal was to get the earth. So he fooled these angels with lust. <laughs> Satan is crafty, man. He ain't just tricking us. He tricked other angels. But that's a great point if we look at it, man, and how a lot of people throw away what God got for them over lust, man. So the lust for women has been is, is older than man itself. You know what I'm saying? It's older than it goes back to the, pretty much the beginning of time. You had angelic beings that lusted after women. You know what I'm saying? But that's another story for another day. The whole gist of the story Satan understood the value of the earth. He understood the value of what God gave Adam, dominion to subdue the earth and to do whatever you want with it, to, to establish my kingdom in the earth, to rule the earth. Satan came along and he stole that and he's been stealing it for the last 6,000 years. He's been stealing it with everything. He's been stealing it with politics. He's been stealing it with uh, celebrities. He's been stealing it with government. He's been stealing it with everything. The problem is, as Christians, we don't understand dominion. We don't understand our role. We don't understand what we're supposed to be doing. And so we look at a verse like in the world and not of it. And we think that that's our cue to seclude ourselves into the house and not be in anything of the world. When that verse is actually telling us to get in the world, but not be of it, to get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. It's funny that we sit back and we say, well, all politicians are crooked and maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but maybe the reason why the house is crooked or the Senate is crooked is because there ain't enough believers in it. See, we have to be in the world, but not of it. So that means when we see these places of rulership that are crooked, sitting outside of them and praying that they change their mind and praying that they they, 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 they pass bills and legislations for us ain't going to ever change anything. The only way we're going to actually change anything is to actually get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. If you want politicians that make better decisions, then we have, we need more believers to run for office. We need more believers to be supervisors on jobs. We need more believers to have high positions because that's actually what God gave us in the Garden of Eden. He gave us dominion. We are not supposed to be on the bottom. We're supposed to be on the top. And so when we look at even 
scripture that talks about the first shall be last and the last shall be first. It's because in the last days, Christ comes back to reestablish dominion and the followers of Christ finally figure out where they're supposed to be and where they're supposed to be in this world. We're supposed to be in positions of power. We were always supposed to be in positions of power, but we've been getting tricked out of them through religion, through this false sense of humility, through telling you, you got to be humble, you got to be this, you got to be that. And we just sit back and just let uh, allow whatever happens to just happen because we're supposed to be in this world and not of it. And we misunderstand that verse. That verse is telling us to get in the sugar honey iced tea. If you want things to change, we have to get in the sugar honey iced tea. That's the true meaning of being in this world and not of it. That means I can go to a place of prominence. I can go to a place of, of you know, uh, not dominion, not dominating over people, but dominion as in, you know, uh, political power or in, you know, um, legislative power, financial power, uh, power in the job market, power in the private sector. I can be in these places and now the people that are up under us, up under you, up under me will get treated the way they're supposed to be treated because the people that are ruling over them have righteous hearts and righteous intents. That's getting in the sugar, honey, iced tea. That's when we start to see true change in this world. We start to see true change in our community when the people are running for office. When we start looking at not, you know, who's popular, but who's truly a follower of the way. We start looking at hearts instead of looking at popularity, looking at how somebody looks looking at how well they speak, looking at their education. We start looking at hearts, looking at their true intent. We start asking God before we go to these ballots and asking God before we go certain places and really, really relying on him to allow us to make decisions. The Bible even tells us that we should take everything that we're supposed to do before God and then wait on him to give us a plan. So it even comes to, to, to choosing you know, officials and to choosing uh, uh, things that supposed to govern us. We're supposed to take them to God, allow God to give us a plan. It's not supposed to be based on what everybody else said we should be doing or based on the color of somebody's skin uh, 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 based on, you know, just because somebody is in the same fraternity as you, just because somebody went to the same school as you or just because somebody is your family member. You know what I'm saying? It should be based on what the Lord says. You know what I'm saying? It should be based on People who have true intentions to do right, true intentions to follow the way, the true way, the truth and the life, and people who are willing to get in the sugar, honey, iced tea and do what is right. So my brothers and sisters, man, raise to a place, place of prominence. A lot of us out here now, man, and I'm saying us because I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those you type people. You know what I mean? Every time I I, I receive something, I know that it's, it's always about self-examination. I might be talking to you, but it's also about self-examination. A lot of, a lot of times we even shy away from positions on jobs. You know what I'm saying? And we, we want the, we want the atmosphere on the job to change, but Think about this. Have you ever been offered a position and you turned it down <laughs> because you didn't want the responsibility because you 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 don't want to be in the world and not of it? You know, you look at it with well, all those supervisors are crooked and all this and I don't even want to be a part of that. 
you don't think that when you got offered the position that that was actually God? God trying to get a representative. Oh my God, this is good. God was trying to get a representative in the room. You hear what I just said? God was trying to get a representative in the room. So when they came and asked you, did you want the position? You turned it down. <laughs> and God said, I was trying to get somebody that thought like me in the room. I was trying to get somebody in the room that was going to be a blessing to other people that come after them. But you turned it down because you misunderstand in the world and not of it. Man, that spoke to me just now. <laughs> and I hope it spoke to you. God is calling us to get in the room, man, to get in the sugar, honey, iced tea, because change has to be made. I'm I'm really kind of beating myself up now because I was in a, a position a few years ago and I remember, you know, uh, an elder that I respected a whole lot. She came and talked to me about a situation and um, she said, how do you put up with it? And I said, you know, I'm all, uh, hopefully, you know, I can tough this out and get myself to a position and one day make it better for those that come after me. And as I look back on the situation now, I was not a man of my word. I really wasn't. <laughs> I didn't tough it out. I didn't stick it out. And I really kind of beat myself up about that now as I speak. You know what I'm saying? But God will raise up somebody else in that situation. And, and hopefully they will understand the concept of getting in the sugar, honey, iced tea. And when they get in the sugar, honey, iced tea, they can bring a different spirit to that place. They can bring a different spirit in the room and they can truly shift things and start changing things for those that come after them. It won't be overnight, man. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you get in the room, you can't look for immediate results because oftentimes that room is a now. Now, when we when we caught that uh, leak under our house, it had been going on for a while because, you know, that, you know, something like that is not really going to start to smell until it piles up for a while. So it, it, it was probably a couple months worth of sugar, honey, iced tea up under that house. So it took us a little while to clean it up. Don't expect immediate results when you get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. Because most of the time when you get in the sugar, honey, iced tea, that has been piling up for years, decades, centuries, maybe. But now that you're in the room, you can start putting measures in place to start getting that foul odor up out of there and to start establishing a a plan, a culture that will not allow the sugar, honey, iced tea to pile up anymore. So my brothers and my sisters, if you don't get nothing out of what I say this today, might have grossed out a little bit, but it is what it is. Tight, but it's right. Get in the sugar, honey, iced tea. God bless y'all. I love y'all. But we got to be in it. Just don't be of it.